Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Kevin Saul, our guest, Wichita State's athletic director, kind enough to join us on a regular basis once per month to talk Shocker athletics. Right, Kevin? That's absolutely right. you got to sit back, uh, pick up the spin, and uh, do your best with it. I appreciate the That's opportunity right. to be on the show, guys. Well, we're always always happy to talk with you. We're on the cusp of men's and women's basketball. you got a volleyball team that's going well. You've got cross-country and tennis and golf and everything in full swing. Uh, that volleyball team starting to raise some eyebrows. Uh, well, how good are they? They certainly they they're doing a great job and i i think similar to last year you're starting to see that progressive uh, improvement throughout the season they've uh, they've done a really good job at one point we were in the mid to upper 70s uh in the NCAA's RPI which is one of the important statistical measures for postseason play and as of yesterday we're sitting at 48 so you're about 8 to 10 spots out of being serious consideration for an at large if you don't win the conference championship uh they sit at 9 and 1 in league 15 and 5 overall and uh right now we're basically uh tied with SMU uh we 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 each have one loss uh the tiebreaker currently would go to SMU based on the number of sets won in the two matches that we played them so obviously we got a half of the conference season still to go, um, a lot of volleyball to play. So a lot more can happen, uh, but certainly love where we're at right now and appreciate everything our, our young women and Coach Lamb and the staff are doing to put us in a good spot. So I don't mean to get too in the micro with you, but uh, we had Paul Mills on the show a couple weeks ago and he said there were no eligibility concerns, I think maybe is the word he said, but – uh, without Bijan Cortez in the in the close scrimmage, I think uh, Ronnie DeGray was held out. Uh, in particular, those two guys. Uh, I know DeGray needs a waiver. What is their eligibility status, and are there any other eligibility concerns with the Shocker men? We have to appreciate that question. We have two ongoing um, eligibility uh, waivers. Not necessarily eligibility. They're they're not categorized as eligibility waivers, but we have two waivers that are ongoing with uh, Bijan um, and Ronnie. And uh, obviously we're working to, uh, to to get those to conclusion as quickly as we can. And can go into great detail, but but obviously uh, they're, they're currently not available yet for competition. Is Bijan a two-time transfer, or what does his have to deal with, if you can say? Well, without, 
Yeah, without getting into too much specifics, um, his is is not a, a, a transfer issue, and it's not necessarily an eligibility issue either. We're just working through some uh, some some elements in terms of of how his time closed down in Oklahoma and what's that look like for us here. We've been working on it for for quite some time, and. I would uh, extend great appreciation and gratitude to Corey Torgerson and our basketball staff. They've uh, worked many of hours on on both those waivers, and obviously we'll we'll do our very best and understand that uh, ultimately the decision will rest with the respective uh, committees at the NCA. Kevin Saul, our guest, Wichita State's athletic director, kind enough to join us on a regular basis once per month to talk Shocker athletics. So with the NIL and the transfer portal, and we're all getting accustomed to all that now, uh, what has that uh, done to the support staff, not just at Wichita State, but nationally? How many more people are athletic departments hiring, uh, if any? I'm just curious to know uh, what that does to staffing. Yeah, that's a great question. I think um, it's mixed in terms of how you look at that, Bob, throughout the league because the, the NCAA's two sets of guidance that they issued, one was in July of 21, and the other, I believe, was in October of 22. Um, that's the current guidance that we're operating um, under now, uh, currently. And it specifically states that athletic departments are not to um, arrange for NIL opportunities. Um, to seek them, to plug student-athletes into those. Um, that, that really is the job of the third-party collective, and that continues to be the case for us. What you are starting to see uh, throughout the country is the back-end components of the logging and tracking of, of NIL activity uh, between athletics departments and their respective collectives. The education on the tax implications for that because it is taxable income. Um, those are the elements that you're starting to see departments invest in. And uh, we, we are able to achieve much of those two elements through our relationship with Open Doors, um, who is a, a, a software partner in that NIL space with us that we signed on with last summer. So I feel like we're in a pretty good spot. I, again, I, I would I would leave open uh, an opportunity for Wichita State to hire somebody specific within the NIL space, but myself and one other individual in our department um, have pretty good focus on NIL in terms of uh, making sure our student-athletes are positioned well, um, that we maintain the integrity of the institution and the eligibility of our student-athletes. So, you know, going back to Shocker basketball, I think it's been a breath of fresh air for Shocker fans to hear Paul Mills talk about analytics and metrics and caring about Ken Palm rankings and uh, all the, the little things that I think a lot of fans appreciate. So uh, is that kind of a coach-by-coach coach thing as far as you are concerned from a position as athletic director? If they want it, you know, they can use it. Or is that kind of become a little bit of a, a philosophy throughout the athletic department to get into those uh, deeper numbers and, and find, you know, advantages where you can? Jeff, I, man, I, I really, I think that's a really good question. And um, I, I think that at the end of the day, at a really high level, that uh, elite performance, success, championships, however you define elite, um, really comes from a great attention to detail. And that's an attention to detail in 
the day-to-day walk for our student-athletes, how we recruit, what does an official visit look like on campus, the analytics in terms of evaluating and teaching and practices and, and film and scouting, the, the national analytics, whether you're, you're into the predictive metrics um, or, or other metrics. There's about five or six of them in college basketball, as you well know. And, um, you know, I just think that, that if you're going to maximize um, your program and, and achieve the goals that we have set forth, whether it's our core values, our student athlete experience, or our competitive excellence, you've got to really pay attention to those details um, in every area of the program. And so that, that's what excites me about Coach Mills, this staff, um, you know, our other coaches as well, is there's an elite attention to detail in terms of trying to be able to maximize and grow our programs every day. Final moments here with Kevin Saul, Wichita State Athletic Director. So we need to give uh, some time to the Wichita State women's program as well. Uh, they have an exhibition coming up very soon. And their roster, I see a couple of Wichitans on that roster. And I know uh, that Terry Nooner, who played at KU, Antoine Scales on his staff, certainly coached here at the high school level very successfully at Wichita South for a long time. I know that's been a, a focal point. Uh, do you expect that in-state recruiting to continue to get better for Shocker women's basketball? You know, that's certainly been a, a conversation uh, dating back to um, during our hiring process with, with Coach Nooner and his, he was assembling his staff. was incredibly excited about this staff from – um, from from Brooke to Antoine, uh, Coach Nooner, uh, Nick, uh, they do a great job. They're plugged into the Missouri Phenom uh, AAU program, which means they're plugged into a lot of other AAU programs as well. As you mentioned, uh, Coach Scales had an unbelievable run, six straight state championships at Wichita South, and I think he won the first four. Um, we have some local talent in, in Treasure um, and Ella, um, Treasure is a young lady that was a Division II All-American at Emporia State. If I'm not mistaken, we recruited against Oregon, and I believe it was Purdue um, to to um, convince her to be a Shocker. And she has a lot of family in Wichita, and uh, Coach Scales obviously coached her in high school as well, so that certainly helped. And I just love the intentionality with which uh, Coach Nooner has put together the staff. They they are it, they have a lot of fun. And uh, they work really hard, and the expectations are very high. But if you spend any time around our women's basketball program, you can tell that there is a very unique and special family feel uh, there. It'll take us a little time to build, uh, as it does with anything that's worthwhile and that's successful and lasts, but really encouraged by where we're headed. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that that's spreading throughout uh, the fan base as well. I think in the last two or three weeks, uh, we've sold uh, 50 or more season tickets to our women's basketball, new season tickets to women's basketball. So uh, we'll continue to work hard at that. I think uh, they're certainly turning an eye within our community. Shocker women with an exhibition uh, next Wednesday evening at uh, Coke Arena against Missouri Southern. The men with an exhibition this Sunday, right? Uh, at Coke yeah, that's Arena. right. We got Roger State so. Sunday at uh, 1 o'clock. And I just wanted to mention before we let you go, I've looked at the schedule and I've seen that you've moved up. Uh, I don't know if you've moved up game times or the AAC has recommended moving up game times, but there's very f- 
There's a lot of 6 p.m., 6.30 starts, and when you're my age, I appreciate that. Thank you. Did you do that, Kevin? <laughs> no, well, it's a team effort. I, I will tell you that the TV schedule is somewhat complex. It really starts for all of the basketball programs in the country, really, regardless of the league. It starts with the NBA schedule. And uh, as the networks work through the NBA schedule, then they shift to the to the college game. And we, we didn't really receive our television. And when I say television, that's linear television on the, the traditional cable networks, ESPN, ESPN2, U. Um, those didn't really come out until late September, um, early October. And so um, it leaves us in a little bit of a bind, but there's certainly situations that, that we can't control based on what happens nationally. So we're really excited about that, guys. I, I, I did some, some notes. It might take me a minute to pull those up, but um, we have 16 games on linear TV, CBS, ESPN, ESPN2, ESPNU. Um, that's 16 of our 31. That's a, that's a really good number. Uh, those times are selected by the television networks uh, and the league. And then we have 13 games on ESPN+. Plus. Those times are selected by uh, Shocker Athletics. And so we sat together as an external team. Again, this is a team of 8, 10, 12 folks. And we had a really in-depth conversation about uh, historical game times, what was best for our programs, our fans. And so collectively we decided to to be able to maximize what is important us, our families, to have an inclusive environment, a great game day experience. Uh, we decided to shift game times because our historical data shows that uh, those are the better attended times, and uh, we certainly want to be able to present a first-class game day experience not only for our student-athletes but our fans. All right, good stuff. My son wanted me to ask you about your Astros. No, I didn't fandom. necessarily want him but to I'm ask a, you. I'm a nicer guy than he is. But are you going to be able to find it in your heart to root for Texas in the World Series? Well, you know, I grew up a Royals fan, so, you know, other than, than, than 85 and 2015, it was a pretty dry 30-year stretch there. So, um Certainly have been a big fan of the Royals, and I also grew up a Cubs fan, but uh, spent time at TCU and made it to a bunch of Texas Rangers games, have had uh, student-athletes at my different stops that have played for the Rangers. So, yeah, I'm trying to – I'm pulling for the Rangers a little bit, but uh, um, it's certainly been a really interesting uh, postseason. A lot of fun to watch. All right, Kevin, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon, okay? For the opportunity, guys. Have a great day, and go Shockers. Kevin Saul, Wichita State oh. Athletic Director. So yeah, I'm an you, idiot. Paul Mills you, is the Astros Yeah, fan. you led me to. Gosh dang it. I'm sorry, Kevin. Absolute, sorry, Kevin. Yeah. I'm the one that asked him about being an Astro. He's probably thinking, man, that guy's senile. And you're uh, over there. But, yeah, he's an Astros fan. Well, I was thinking it's Astros. Paul Mills who's an Astros fan. So that's my bad. Paul Mills. You made me look like an idiot. Hey, well, you do that plenty on your own. So me doing it a time or two doesn't hurt anybody. Well, I want people to know you're the idiot this time. Yeah, I thought he was an Astros fan, but it's Paul Mills. And he did a nice job kind of escaping that question. Uh, but what a what a terrible look. Uh, my deepest, deepest apologies to me, to Kevin Saul. And to me. And the Kansas City Royals organization and the Cubs, who apparently has. Yeah, everybody but the Astros. <laughs> Uh, we'll be back in a minute. Hour number two. We'll play a game coming up soon. Back in a minute.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.